Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. We've talked about God talking to us and wanting us to spend time with Him, wanting to form a relationship with us. And we talked about why it's important to do that. Now, we need to listen to God. And does God speak? Yes, that's what we've been saying the whole time. God does speak to us. Now, why does he speak to us? Well, let me give you four reasons. First, it's because he loves us and he wants us to fellowship with him. He wants us to have a relationship with him. Another reason is because We need his direction for our lives, and he wants to give us those directions. The third reason is because we need his comfort and his assurance. Think about when things have gone on in your life, and it just seems that there's nowhere to turn. Well, God wants you to turn to him. He wants to comfort you. He wants to offer you assurance. And number four, he wants you to know him. He wants his creation to know him. He loves us. And because he loves us so much, he wants to give you time to spend with him, but he will never force it. He gives us free will and he wants you to come willingly to him. Now, You need to teach your child how to navigate through life by seeking God. Now, what is it that the Bible says about seeking God's guidance? As I mentioned, he'll never force you, but he will be there for you as you seek him. You need to seek God's guidance. And just like with other life skills that you teach your children, you need to teach your child to seek God's guidance also. You need to uh, teach them by talking to them. You need to teach them by showing them. And more importantly, you need to teach them by modeling it. Walk the walk. Let them see that you are seeking God's guidance. Now, let's look at seven steps to seeking God's guidance and hearing from him. Now, the first is to ask God if there's anything whatsoever hindering you from hearing what he wants to say. In other words, you want to examine your heart and see if you have sinned and if there's anything that God needs, you need to ask God to forgive you for. Now, I have to tell you that there are times when I just 
I don't know. There's some things that you may sin doing and you just don't know what they are or you forget. But you know what? God knows that that's what we're like as human beings. So the thing to do is come to him and just say, God, if there is anything whatsoever that I have done that's keeping my prayers from being answered, from seek, from keeping you from speaking to me, please bring them to my mind. And then if he does and when he does, then confess those sins and be sincere about it. There may be some things that you know, like gossiping or holding a grudge or sin is sin. There's no big sin. There's no little sin. Sin is sin. And the important thing is that you come to God and you confess your sins, according to 1 John 1, 9. And that says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all right unrighteousness. And when he does that, he has forgotten those sins. If you are sincere, when you come to him, he forgets that you even sinned. Now, remember, sin separates us from God. So if we've sinned and we have not asked God to forgive us, then we are separated from him. And as I mentioned earlier, no sin is small. And we need to confess. When we confess, and it's a sincere confession, God forgives us and he hears us. The next thing you need to do is surrender to God and submit to his will. In other words, surrendering means that you need to humble yourself before God. Come before him in awe and in reverence. And to me, this is so easy. Sometimes when I'm thinking about him, I feel like I'm just going to swell up because he is so wonderful. He is so awesome. And when I think back at some of the things that he has done for me, it's like it it just makes me stop and have to catch my breath. So come before him with awe and reverence. Open your heart to his word and take the focus off of yourself and focus on God. Let him know that you are coming to him because you want to hear from him. First Peter 5, 6 says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. So come before him, surrender, and humble yourself. Then the third thing you want to do is ask. First John 5, 14 and 15 says, Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, the important three words here is to his will, according to his will. That's four words. But the important thing is when we are coming before God and we're asking for something, we are to ask it according to his will. So once again, that's an important reason that we need 
to spend time in the Bible. Verse 15 of John, uh, 1 John 5 says, And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. So when we ask him, he hears us. Now, just like you as a parent, you hear when your child asks you for something, but you don't give them everything they want. Why? Because you love them and you know some of the things that they ask you for should not be given to them and you don't give it to them. And that's the way our God is. You can ask, but if it is not good for you, if it is not his will, then he is not going to give that to you. Also recognize that your prayers will be answered in his time. He knows when the best time is to answer the prayers that you have brought before him. So remember, it has to be in his will because he knows what's best for you and he'll give you the best. And it's not necessarily what you want. I know there have been times when I have thought that there's something that I wanted God to give or do for me. And when it doesn't come through, it seems as though I later find out that it was a good thing it didn't come through. But he always has something better in store for you. Remember, he knows you inside and out, and he knows what's best for you. Remember the show, Father Knows Best? Maybe some of you are too young to know that. Well, Father Knows Best in that television show always showed that the father knew exactly what needed to be done. The children would come to them, to him, and he, it would prove each time that he knew best. Well, your heavenly father knows even better than that. Your heavenly father knows best. So remember that. And remember, if you don't think your prayers are being answered, he has something in store for you. You don't want to give your children everything they ask for, as I mentioned earlier, because it may not be good for them. And God, your heavenly father, is the same way. He is going to make sure that he does what's best for you. The fourth thing you want to do is meditate on his word. Joshua 1.8 says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. God wants you to read his word but he wants you to think about his word. Excuse me. Psalm 119.97 says, Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. And you know what happens when you're meditating on his, his word, when you think about him, if you're looking at a flower and you think about the fact that he made it, it's amazing how if troubles come into your life 
and you have been meditating on his word, those things will come back to you and give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my paths. His word is the sword of the spirit, a mighty armor of God that we are to put on every day. A lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So if you have a light under your feet and your path, then you won't stumble. And especially when that light is the Lord Jesus Christ. The fifth thing we need to do is believe. Mark 11 verse 24 says, Therefore I say to you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. But again, remember his will and also take note, the word is believe, not wish. You want to believe that God wants the best for you. Now, the sixth thing that you want to do, and this can be hard, but actually it should be easy, and that is wait. We need to sit back and wait for God to answer. God acts in behalf of those who wait for him. Waiting does a number of things. It allows us to discover his will. It helps us to fall in step with God. And while we're waiting, we can see fulfillment of our faith and prayers. And waiting is a way of helping us to hear from him if we sit still and wait for him. Isaiah 64, 4 says, Nor has the eye seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. You know, we can run ahead of God or we can wait on him to act in our behalf. Now, I will admit there have been times and it probably will still happen when I have decided that Harriet knows best and I have ran ahead of God and it never worked out for me when I did that. And I know that that's the case. But sometimes there's this human side of us that wants, wants to rush things. And when we do that, we're running ahead of God rather than letting him run ahead and take care of us. Waiting can make a big difference. The last thing you want to do is receive. Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8 says, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, 
it will be opened. And then Matthew 7, 11 says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So if we as human beings in all of our weaknesses look to give good things to our children, Just think what God wants to give us. All we have to do is ask him and make sure we are asking in his will. You know, there is a great peace when you make choices based on God's guidance. You need to teach your child these principles You need to teach them to ask for forgiveness. You need to teach them to surrender. You need to teach them to be in awe of God and how to meditate on his words. And you need to teach them that it's his will that they want to have happen. You want to show them how waiting on God is the thing to do not running ahead of him and doing things on his or her own. Also, you can remember that as you parent and you're seeking God's guidance and you're going through these seven steps, you can be assured that God will help you to parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.